0: Yeah, what you need to know is being brought to us by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Hey, everybody, here she is at U-N-E-E-Q underscore. Follow her on Twitter and on Instagram. She does great Instagram live videos. Here's Laura Romo with what you need to know.
1: Thank you, Kathleen. Actually, haven't done a live in a minute, but, you know, maybe we'll dip into when that.
0: Are, when are you going to do your next
2: instant live? No, I like live. a good live. It's something that we implement in our practices. It's a thing that we started in the preseason. It's worked well into week 15 and 16. It's something that we saw show up on the field later, and I think that's translated to why we're a good team in the playoffs. Hi, I'm Sean McVeigh.
0: Here's some instant feedback for you before we get to what you need to know. Here's Siobhan Montarosa. What's up, Siobhan? Shout we out, girl. Siobhan. She says, we we're moving on. She goes, guys, we're moving on from these impressions. We got to go. Are we? Uh, Dina Are we? Rogers says, yo, please stop. The impressions only go so far. <laughs> then Jacob Perez says, yo, I love the Gruden impression, man. I'll tell you that. And then Blockchain Ray says, I wish I could count the number of times that Lindsey Baseball and Unique roll their eyes during that McVay, <laughs> Gruden, Pesci impression <laughs> No, You know, we count
2: eye rolls in practice. That's something that we have our quality <laughs> control guys on. It's something that we –
1: Guys, point what of. you need to know is that you guys no. need to stop. Apparently, <laughs> everyone I wants you guys worst, to stop.
2: Worst sleepover ever. Go on. Yeah.
1: But real, I mean, it's not just Lindsay and I at this point anymore. It's like the listeners are like, guys, pull the up. It was never plug.
3: it was never just me and you, Laura. Let's be oh, serious. Oh, we know. We know,
1: girl. But you know, I feel like they needed to get the extras because they're like, okay, you guys are just, you know, busting our tops. But no. Pull the plug. It's it's
0: Friday. You know what I'm saying? It's Friday. Things are getting a little out of control on a Friday.
1: Yay. It is Friday. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, what you guys need to know is uh, NBA legend Mr. Magic Johnson is actually will have a documentary coming out on Apple TV. I'm a huge fan of Apple TV, and I know most of us have Apple TV here. It'll be debuting April of 2020. Twenty-two. So I actually saw a little bit of the trailer that came out that he posted. Sorry for that. Posted out um, on Twitter. And I'm excited. I know Lindsay's a huge fan of documentaries. So I'm really excited for this. It talks about his life, not just as a player in his career, but, you know, his life in general. I am sorry for that. Um, you are and- sorry for what? Oh, yeah, you guys you can't hear about? that? Oh, no, perfect. No, okay. Are you moving
2: the mic? We can't
1: no, no, that. no, no. My watch, because Briones keeps texting me, it's dinging. So Bing. I'm like, I'm sorry. I you know, like, we oh, don't I'm have
2: sure. guys with watches in our program. That's a distraction that we don't <laughs> like to implement in practice. That's something that we found a way to get around. And again, our coaches are great at eliminating I'm distractions. Done. It's why we're so good. Hi, I'm Sean McVay.
0: Hey, let me tell you something, Laura. I heard that ding on your watch, and I thought it was the fire alarm that I can't find. So keep going. <laughs>
1: Play. well, played. <laughs> no. I tried to like silence it because especially when I'm on mic, but you know, people are texting me. So, anyways, it will be uh Apple TV. It's called They Call Me Magic. So, that's a four part documentary premiering April 22. Okay, so if you guys don't have Apple TV, go grab it. It's not that expensive, and it's actually pre- has pretty good programming in Scott, there,
2: Scott. What's your level of excitement on this? Good call, Laura.
0: Um, I am curious. Listen, I, I love Magic Johnson more, believe it or not, I love Magic Johnson more after basketball. I love Magic the entrepreneur, uh, the community advocate. The movie I theaters,
2: it, the Starbucks, et cetera, yeah.
0: Yeah, I find that to be fascinating, how somebody who was so famous and so wealthy already had so much drive and ambition and entrepreneurial spirit. So it does it get to that point, Laura? I mean, does it? Is it just, you know the beginnings of his basketball in Michigan State and the Lakers. I mean, is it, does it talk
1: about, do you know, um, no, no, by it's, part it's, four? It's everything, like his philanthropy, entrepreneurship, everything.
2: You know, what's interesting about this is that, you know, Scott, we've talked about sort of the old guy element of a lot of things, but, you know, in terms of how time has passed and what the concept of documentaries is, it's like I, I find documentaries about things that I was very alive for and very much remember in real time kind of, kind of harder to relate to. And magic is kind of just on the cusp of like, there's a certain amount of things that I, I, I just don't really know, but there are some times when I'm like, I don't need to watch a 30 for 30 or a documentary on this. I remember it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was there, you know, and this is not one of those. So that's why I was asking that question because I am interested in that because it is just beyond that sort of time frame of things mm-hmm. that I was sort of cognizant of uh, sort of overall.
0: Aren't there two other, at least two other, like Laker related pieces of content? Isn't there the? Um, is it HBO that's got the Showtime series about Magic and Pat Riley and Kareem and that it's whole HBO, yeah. era? Yeah, they
2: got a bunch of star studded. Uh, they got like they got like, a whole crew. I think uh, what's his name? Dang it, uh, I can't remember his name right now. It's, it's, I can see his face, but they got like a. They, they've got a legitimate lineup for that particular series, or not docuseries, uh, miniseries.
0: And isn't there one other one that's also on a streaming service that I've kind of heard like little rumblings as in the Lakers or, you know, the players of that era aren't real excited about this one because it doesn't paint a real pretty picture. Does anybody know what I'm that's talking a, about?
3: That's the HBO one. Oh,
0: it's it is? I think you're talking about the same one. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll that's, watch that. that's sure. the one I'd like to see. Okay.
1: I want yeah. to watch this one because it, it literally talks about him and like his upbringing all the way up to now, so it's pretty interesting. That's cool. Yeah.
2: We like magic. Magic has got a great smile, mm-hmm. great basketball player, tremendous individual, fantastic American with a lot of courage. You know, she
1: dropped a great smile. It's a
2: factor, it's a factor in the handsome. <laughs> I know, community. I mean, just know
1: adorable. This. Yeah. Great, great smile. smiles are a thing, man. real life, <laughs> you wins. know, we
2: like to impersonate styles of smiles in our practice room. It's something that we work on here. Hi, I'm Sean McVay. No, I never smile really. unless I get to the Super Bowl. He smiled once. That was the last press conference. It was
0: weird. Well, you know, he got to win this Super Bowl. And, and I want to get back to the Lakers. But while we're on McVay for just one more minute here, you know, I hear people tell me all the time, and I know you and I had this conversation, or at least part of it yesterday, which mm-hmm. is, if the Rams don't win, they can be very happy with they got here on the year, the first year, that SoFi is hosting the Super Bowl. And so the, the Rams can look at this season as a success because organizationally, games at home, they made it. All the moves they made got them to this point. It's a success, win or lose. When I look at McVay, um, I'm not suggesting to you, Clinton, that if the Rams don't win, that he's on the hot seat all of a sudden, hardly. Right. But he wanted to get rid of get- Jared Goff. The organization accommodated him. He got the quarterback that he wanted. They have gotten to the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford was 0-3 in his playoff life. He's now 3-3. So all these kinds of moves did work out and get them to where they are. But for Sean McVay, he has to win this game. This is this is your second shot at the Super Bowl, but this is a once-in-a-career opportunity to play the Super Bowl in your home stadium you think he's ever gonna coach a a team in a Super Bowl ever again that's playing in his home stadium
2: absolutely not and I think that between our conversation yesterday between what Laura explained about the ability to grow the fan base and between what you just said and between my conversations with Rams fans last night I again I've moved farther away from my stance this is not a necessary win to on some level, like, what do Rams fans even think about themselves if they don't win this game? Like, you've got the better coach. You've got the better football team. You're at home. You know, whatever it was that you bought into, that you referred to, the fans finally coming back to SoFi, people are in the building, et cetera, et cetera, in terms of the move. What's happened, man? I don't think he's on the hot seat if he loses, but I do think that there is some question about his status as kind of the boy wonder, if they can't find a way to win this game against a coach in Zach, who is not who McVay is. This is a game they should be favored in. This is a game they probably should win. If they don't, that's a bummer, but I, I have moved from my stance yesterday, and I have moved closer to the, you know, this is something that we have to do as an organization. I mean, I'm half-joking, but, like, I really do think they need to win this game. I've changed my opinion from yesterday. This is what we call growth, Lindsey.
0: Yeah, f- growth, flexibility. Um, not obsessed with always being right. It's refreshing. Wow. It's nice. Never that. It's nice to hear.
2: You know, something that we like to do here is we don't deal with obsession. The only thing I'm obsessed with is the playbook and my hair gel. I use a lot of great products. I'd like to give a big shout out to I don't know Garnier Fructis. They send me a lot of stuff at my home in Orange County. It's a nice place to be. What? Hi, I'm Sean McVay. Uh. I'm done. This is, this is a joke
0: fructus. only for Applet at this point. Wow. No Where did it. you come up with that one, man? I know,
2: dude, I watch a lot of TV,
0: man. We I mean, if see. you would have said, hey, look, I really like these Paul Mitchell hair products, I think everybody would have been like, yeah, okay, got it. Paul Mitchell got it right. But <laughs> Garnet Fructis.
2: Garnet Fructis had jams, bro. They had cool commercials back when I was a kid. That's all I remember. You
0: That's know. pretty good. That's really good. Oh. Hey, um, Clinton Yates is in today for Sedano. It's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Glad everybody's here with us on a Friday afternoon. Now, you were at the game last night, you were at the Laker Clipper game. You've, you've told us a little bit about this. Yep. Clinton, I'm telling you right now, and Laura and Lindsay know this about me, sometimes I lose my attention span. So if I'm watching a series, for example, really Yes, it's true. I know it's hard to believe, but it's true. if I'm watching a series, like I was really into billions for a long time on Showtime, and then it just I just stopped watching it one day. And I was really into Ray Donovan at one point, and then I just kind of stopped watching it. Even Ted Lasso, I was down to maybe like the last two or three episodes, and I just for some reason lost interest and stopped watching. The Lakers, particularly without LeBron James, um, it was kind of like a series where I was like, you know, I'm not really sure I want to watch this game. So last night I had to really like sit down and say, I'm going to watch Even in the first quarter, I was like, "Ugh, what am I watching? I'll wait an hour. I'll get to the third quarter. It was bad. Yeah. Right. So we get to the end, and the Lakers make this furious comeback, and it looks like they're on the verge of winning as Russ hits a shot that gives the Lakers the lead. And then Reggie Jackson comes skipping down the floor and makes this incredible shot And I know a lot of people complain about Russell Westbrook and they say, you know, they they talk about his offensive game. He's throwing, he's shooting the ball. It's hitting the top of the backboard. He's air balling shots. But the defensive side of things, you see that last play last night where Reggie Jackson goes to make this spin move and Russ is there and doesn't get the ball, doesn't swipe it away. I mean, I know everybody complains about the offensive side, but man, last night when you just needed one defensive stop, they couldn't get it. And. I just felt like, man, you got A.D. and Rush. You have two of your three stars, and you can't beat the Clippers that are completely depleted of any stardom of any kind. Were you shocked as you were sitting there last night watching this? I would say I was
2: shocked if that moment had happened in the first quarter, but prob- the part of the problem with who the Lakers are And this is something that people who watch games regularly all the way through who don't have completion issues, Scott, they realize that the Lakers do not get better from quarter one to quarter four. And that's a big issue in terms of the overall age and just general sort of how they do things is that at the end of the games, if LeBron's not there, as you mentioned, they just don't have the spark. One of the things that I noticed in yesterday's game as well was that AD, who's supposed to be the man. AD is a tremendous skill set guy I've said this many times hit the best shot of the playoffs two years ago when they won the whole dagon thing to beat the Nuggets he has the peak but for whatever reason it just feels like he's not even close to 100% and I noticed this when he dunks the basketball you know what I'm saying like he would jump not gingerly but he would just sort of tuck it in and I was like whoa like what's going on here like why do you not have the juice that you once had and I think that's something that's been wearing on the Lakers from a physical standpoint because of the age of the roster and I think it's something that's been wearing on them mentally because the pressure is high man you're exactly right at the end of the game the effort was different but I mean that's part of the competition you know what I'm saying I don't know that they lost to a worse team I just think that they got beat. You know, and you've got to evaluate it at that point, not just the point of your expectations. And that's what's so tough about what they're dealing with right now.
0: Hey, this portion of the show is presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing health care one person at a time, keeping on with the Lakers. You know, I turned on Stephen A. this morning on first take. Stephen A. is preaching the possibilities, whereas Kendrick Perkin is preaching the realities. Let's get to that part of the Lakers coming up next
4: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I've been doing it. It's in my. It's stuck in my head. I've been walking around the house trying to find this fire alarm that will not shut the you know what up. And Lori, you got this song stuck in my head. To the right, to the right, to That's where I'm going right, to, to the right. Now right. to the left. To the well, left. I was going to,
2: to the, the left. left. There to you the left. go. Left. So you realize what this means, right? This means that the next time I see you in person, we're going to have to Cupid Shuffle. You oh, that dude. Right? I, mine I, is on point. Mine is, I mean, come on. You know, why. I mean, as the president of I the mean, you know, television Clinton. Yeah, it's, you know, all, all of the accolades. Obviously, Adam- the, the Cupid Shuffle is an easy go-to. You know, that's something that we like to do in this household. We run that play a lot. It's a go-to for us. We've had success with it. Keep a Shuffle. Hi, I'm Sean McVeigh. I'm discussing Cupid Shuffles. I move to, we move to the right, you move to the left. That's what we do.
1: We have our um, El Payaso Dorado, I think it's called. That's mm-hmm. like the Latino version one. I want to see if we have it somewhere. But. all right,
0: We'll,
2: well, we'll you'll get look to for that it. later. I want to
4: yes.
0: tell everybody, uh, 710 has your tickets to see the battle for the Lombardi Trophy. We've been promoting this and you guys have been calling and you guys are getting qualified and that's awesome. Keep listening every hour for the Super Sounder. When you hear it, be caller number seven. The phone number is eight seven 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 ten ESPN eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. You will okay. qualify to win a pair of super tickets for the big game, the seven ten super ticket giveaway from your championship radio station, seven ten. So Clinton, I got, I got up this morning because I watched the game last night and, and it was like, wow, the Clippers are going to kill them. They're beating them up. It's not even close. And then the Lakers make this furious run at the end and they go on a big run and they, they get back into the game. And then last few seconds, Russ hits this shot. Wow. They're going to win. Russ is going to have the game winner. And then Reggie Jackson goes down the other way and then he hits one. And then wait, AD, he gets the ball and he's going to take it coast to coast and he misses a shot and the Clippers win. I'm like, okay. So I wake up in the morning. I turn on first take this morning. What's Stephen A. going to say? I'm just curious to hear what everybody's going to talk about. Stephen A. was dressed like Clinton Yates, by the way, today on the show. FYI. He did look, he did look sharp. He, he had, had a couple like a of uh, nice necklaces on. That
2: I was like, oh, yeah. look at
0: that. Steve, looking good. Yeah. I know. And, and he was getting some heat for the for the gear today, but he was explaining, look, I'm in L.A. right now, and I'm headed back to New York. I like to be cozy and warm. So do I. I do, too. Good I just look- don't have the chains. Okay, but what what did he say? What were you referring to? So... What Stephen A was essentially saying this morning was. And and wait a second. Lens, do we have this yeah, Laura do we have this. Yes, yeah, we do. Okay. Well, uh, rather than let's me trying to, to yeah, paraphrase, yeah. let's let's hear what Stephen A said about the, about the Lakers. Go ahead.
2: I know that he missed the game winning shot. Anthony Davis is looking special, y'all. He's reminding us who the hell he is. 31, 27, 30 and 30 in the last four games he's played. Okay? He's had a double-double in three of those four games. Last night, 30 and 17. The game before that, 30 and 15. This brother is reminding everybody who the hell he is, okay? And if that Anthony Davis shows up and LeBron shows up back healthy, I'm assuming the brother's out because he's trying to get healthy. That knee is a bit more bothersome than we originally thought. LeBron comes back with Anthony Davis playing like this. I, I'm just going to tell you the Lakers got a chance, at least to get a little deep into the into the Western Conference playoff picture. I just what, heard is a little you, deep, what does y- a yeah. little
0: deep mean to you? Well, I mean, first if and foremost. the woman you love
2: tells you you got a little deep, it's not, you know, I'm just saying like, I don't get what that means. I mean, I'm half joking, but I mean, like, dude, a little deep is what? One series? Is it? Is it winning the playoff? I mean, the play-in? You know what I mean? Like, I I don't, I don't, I mean, listen, I understand what Steve is saying, which is that AD getting back to form is the best case scenario for the Lakers to actually do something. But the problem is not the ADs of the world. The problem is not the LeBrons of the world. The problem is that Malik Monk is the best player on the team right now. You know what I'm saying? And like, That's okay, but there's a larger talent level issue that doesn't just get locked in when one guy or two guys or even three guys suddenly start gelling. That hasn't even happened yet. And so I get where he's coming from. I just don't think that's a realistic outlook on what the overall talent level of this team
0: is, if I'm being right. honest. Well, there's there's the optimistic look, which was what Stephen A. said, in which, listen, George and I were having this conversation last week. Sedano said last week that if the Lakers don't play in the play-in, and I know that was hard because I said play-in, and then I said the play-in, so that didn't sound right. But if the Lakers are not in the earliest stages of the playoffs, George says if LeBron's healthy and if if AD's healthy, there's a path to the Western Conference Finals. And I really want to be that optimistic. But as Stephen A. Smith is selling to you that – AD looks great, and it's true. The last four games, he's averaging nearly 30 points per game, over 12 rebounds, two assists, almost three blocks. I mean, yeah, the stats tell you that Anthony Davis has come back from injury and has made immediate statistical impact on the game. But Kendrick Perkins, also on first take this morning with Stephen A, balanced everything out by making it real simple. Perkins comes on and goes, yo, man, um, the Lakers stink. That's all. The Lakers stink. That's what Perk said when Stephen A. is trying to sell hope, and I could appreciate that. Perk made it real simple. They stink. You know, Clinton, look, you say that they didn't lose to an inferior team last night, the Clippers. Right. But you've got Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook, and I got it. It hasn't gone great this year for Russ, but you've got two of your three stars, and they've got zero of their two stars and the lakers can't beat the clippers and look it was close and the clippers had to hit a last second shot but that was only because the lakers had to hit a last second shot because the lakers were down 17 and have to come back it's hard for me to believe that the lakers fully healthy lebron fully healthy ad it's hard for me to see these guys are going anywhere this year let me correct let
2: me adjust some 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 uh expectations Where do you think, and I don't know if you know this off the top of your head, where do you think the Lakers rank? Not in the West, but just total in the league. What do you think the number is? If you ranked one through 20, I'm looking at it right now. I looked it up because I wanted to know on the NBA.com, where do you think they rank and who do you think is ahead and behind them? It's not a quiz. I'm just wondering like off the top of your head, like how far up or down do you think they actually are? What's the number You're you think like they rank? are
0: saying like just overall statistical like top 25,
2: where do you think that they are in terms of actual wins?
0: I'd say they are probably, I don't know, two, 17, 18. They're 19.
2: You see yeah. what I'm saying? They're lower than you thought. And the team that they're ahead of is the Washington Wizards. Like, come on. You know what I mean? Like, there's something about what the expectation level is where I think for this team, I mean, we're talking about Western Conference Finals? Like, are, you, are, are we serious? Like, how does that How does that happen? Let's look at the conference. Phoenix is one. Golden State is two. Memphis is three. The Lakers are nine. So, if the Lakers get into the eight seed above what would be the Clippers, they would play Phoenix, who, hello, is better than they were last year, and, hello, beat the Lakers in the playoffs. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, okay, that would be a monster upset. You're going to presume that the next team you face is either Dallas or – I mean, one of the top teams. Like, dude – I don't know, man. I just think that like the injury situation, the age situation, it is realistic enough for Lakers fans to understand that this year just hasn't worked out the way that people want, and that's okay. You know what I mean? The goal here now is to make sure, in my personal opinion, that LeBron stays motivated, quite frankly to hang around and continue with this operation. You know, we do not want Planet LeBron to move into other orbits. You know what I'm saying? We need Planet LeBron to hang around Los Angeles to make things interesting. And if people start getting too weird about what's expected versus what they got, reminder, they already won one ring. That happened. You know what I mean? Right. This team is but, just not as talented as a lot of people wanted to believe that they were.
0: I know, but they, you know, they retooled this team and they retooled this roster. And we've we've talked about revisionist history and where they were a season ago when LeBron got hurt, what their record was, how they were playing, how they tore apart last year's team, built this team, and I just remember when they did it, and everybody was saying, they're old. The, the, the counter to their old was, no, they're experienced. And experienced teams win championships in the NBA. And remember LeBron tw- on Twitter saying things like, yeah, just make sure you're bringing that during the season. When you're telling us how old we are now, just make sure you remind us of that during the season. Well, guess what? Um, I don't think LeBron wants everybody to remind him because they're 25 and 28. Can LeBron come back healthy, AD stay healthy, and the Lakers make noise in the playoffs? No, it's getting hard to believe. I got to say that
2: going. What what did Steve say going kind of deep? Like, I don't even know what that means. You know what I'm saying? I'm genuinely asking and I'm not going to open up the phones or whatever. But like, you know, Lakers fans like to say it's a championship or bus situation. I get it. But after you have a realistic evaluation of the talent level of not just the Lakers, but hello, everybody they're playing against. I don't understand what that phrase means to me, if I'm being very honest making the playoffs with this roster in this situation would be a gargantuan accomplishment for this wow. franchise. Other
0: wow, issues. I know there's a lot of people out there right now that don't think the Lakers are going to make the playoffs. We'll talk more as the afternoon goes on. Stick around. Clinton Yates is in for Sedano. And coming up next, it's time to play Radio Tinder. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes
2: when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any.
0: That is correct. Thank you, Christopher. It is time for Radio Tinder, which means Lindsey Baseball is standing by. Clinton Yates is in for Sedano. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Hi, Lindsey Baseball.
3: Hi, Cap. Um... Let's that's her off. handle
2: on the Instagrams and
0: yeah.
3: on the Twitters. You know, so you, you do like, you say like, Lindsay Baseball. Laura Romo, follow her on Twitter. Unique underscore. It's right. You and But you don't say any of that when Radio Tinder
0: comes on. Well, that's because I, that's I feel I'm, like. That's what I'm here for. It's yeah, a thank pass. you, Clinton. Yeah. Thank you. I feel like by calling you Lindsay Baseball, that's a really good way of promoting your Instagram and your Twitter. You know,
2: we like to promote communication in our rooms. That's something that we do well No, as a team. pull the <laughs> plug. That's done. It <laughs> is Thanks, done. Sean. Thanks, Sean. Hi, I'm
1: Sean. <laughs> we do not my, approve that message. I no, use Garnier Fructis
2: products. They send them to my house in Orange County. Sir,
1: Radio Mr. tender, please, Lindsey. It's my turn, please, okay. Lindsay, my bad. My bad. and follow her at Lindsay Baseball. Okay. Down, hey, Lindsey, why
0: don't you good do idea. what Clinton does? He changes his Twitter name all the time. Why don't you go like by seasons? Why don't you call yourself Lindsay Football right now? I'm good. All right. I'm good. Just an idea.
3: Clinton, that's like his whole thing, you know. So, yeah. speaking of things. On. In a recent episode of the podcast called The River Cafe Table 4, David Beckham was a guest. I don't know how this lady with this podcast landed David Beckham as a guest, but that's a story for another day. But during this podcast uh, interview, he opened up about his love for food and wine and cooking, but he revealed that his wife, Victoria Beckham, is not quite on the same page as him. He said that Victoria has eaten the same thing throughout their entire relationship. Quote, unfortunately... I'm married to someone that's eaten the same thing for the last 25 years. Ever since I met Victoria, she's only eaten grilled fish and steamed vegetables. She will rarely deviate away from that. He like went on to say that like he's dead serious. It's literally her diet every day. And that she only went away from it once when she was pregnant with her daughter. So I don't think that's really doable for any of us. Any of us on the show, at least. Not anytime soon. But would you guys ever be able to eat the same thing every day for at least an entire month? Swipe left or swipe right, Cap?
0: I will swipe right. I know I talk about how undisciplined I am currently, but if I set my mind, I actually can get ultra-disciplined. And even though that sounds really, really boring, eating grilled fish and steamed vegetables every day, it does sound like a really nice clean diet just the preparation part of it that's a pain for me but if i had to i think i could pull it off
2: you know i talked to sean mcveigh about this i'm joking um i think it would be tough (laughs) i think it would be tough for me to go beyond a month that that number and that calendar date scott is about uh, about where it could end you know what i'm saying like if i really had to do it a month is about the end of that i'll swipe right you know what i mean because of that date which is 30 days? Okay. I can do a little 30-day challenge kind of thing, Scott. I'm sure that when you guys were in college, you used to have all sorts of sort of mini challenges that you used to do to try to sort of motivate yourselves. And, you know, I'm mean, i I'm not even joking about this, like in the weight room or wherever, you know what I mean? You have those kind of, those kind of goals that you set, but if you get beyond a month, I'm like, bro, come on, you're asking too much, <laughs> you know?
3: I used to always give up meat for Lent, like the entire mm. month of Lent. And one year, uh, about, it was like six years ago, seven years ago, I was like, you know what? I'm going to see how long I can go and I stopped eating meat until this past July. So I went like 5 years. Oh,
1: wow. So. Wow.
4: Wow. That's yeah.
1: impressive. Okay. Yeah. That's great. 6 months here. 6 months same meal. You had the same meal every day for 6 months? Uh-huh. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner.
0: What was it? That's how that's how that's how you got to your goals? Uh
1: yeah, that was part of it. So breakfast okay. was literally egg whites, turkey bacon, and then uh, lunch was grilled chicken with uh like hot sauce like mm-hmm. that my mom would make, like Mexican hot dogs,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: veggies, the same type of veggies, and then dinner was the same as lunch. It was dedication. a boring life. You know, we yeah. value
2: dedication. That's something that we have. It's All a right, big priority Sean. for what we do. <laughs> Hi, my name is Sean McVay. I'm coaching so, at the Super Bowl, if you didn't know who I was already. Speaking of dedication,
3: an Arizona lab is holding the bodies and heads of 200 people with the hope that they can be brought back to life in the future. The Alcor Life Extension Foundation offers the hope that science and technology will advance to the stage where the deceased can be brought back to life. So Alcor will freeze a whole body for around $200,000 or just the head and the brain for $80,000 in a process known as cryonics. The bodies will be stored at deep freeze temperature for decades or even centuries. Would you guys pay to have your body free frozen if you knew... New is a key key word there, that there was a chance that they could bring it back to life. Swipe left or swipe right,
2: Clinton. I am swiping way left, but I need a reset. Did you say there's a discount for just head and mm-hmm. brain? Yep, that's right. What am I doing with my life if I only <laughs> have my in my brain what is the purpose is there going to be some side body that is reattached to that is weird well the
3: the idea is like with your your brain and the cells and all that kind of stuff can you like you say like kind of like be reattached or something cloned
2: No, thank you. Scott, this is a story that is familiar to a lot of baseball fans. Yes, this is the Ted Williams reason. story, right? Ted Williams situation, exactly. Yes. His son tried to do this to him, stick his head in an ice pop, bro. I don't like this. This is messing with God, in my
0: opinion. I'm telling you that when, when Lindsay was reading this and she mentioned the name of the company in Arizona, I immediately thought to myself, isn't this the same place where they they took Ted Williams's head, just his head, and they froze it? And they were like, yeah, you know, hey, a couple years from now, who knows? Maybe i will come back. I'm like, come back to what? What's right. he going to come back? And hit for 400?
2: <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, and I, I genuinely apologize for being so flippant about this, but like, the idea of, like I don't know, disconnected heads connecting back to bodies is just outrageous. I can't believe yeah. we're paying money for yeah. this. That's I'm shame.
0: swiping left. I'm out on this. When I'm yeah, gone, I'm true. gone, man. I mean, hopefully I'll come back in some other form. But, maybe uh,
2: just your head in your Maybe you'll be able to put Garnier Fructis products on your new head or your old head with your new body perhaps give it the it's thought. like the it's I like the opening
3: will. scene of uh austin powers when they walk through the lab and there's ted williams and i think walt disney is one of the the things and who's the other one that elvis maybe of all the frozen bodies
2: elvis is in the frozen body camp no no, no.
3: it was it was a joke because it's a movie but like, oh
2: right austin powers sorry yeah, right, i would yeah. believe it if you told me that elvis had a like a Whatever. This tupac is was the
3: other one. Tupac, too. Uh, yeah.
2: tupac oops, yeah. 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 He might show up in hologram form at the Super Bowl. You know, Tupac's a guy that I used to enjoy in college for the pregame. He had a lot of good music, little West Coast vibe, a little gangster rap. That's something that I was introduced to by some teammates. Hi, I'm Sean McVay. I'm coaching in the Super Bowl.
3: So, Amazon announced yesterday... Just let him keep going with
0: it, by the way. I'll, I'll stop. I like Am-
3: it. Amazon announced yesterday that it's raising the price of annual Prime memberships from... 119 dollars to 139 dollars that is an increase of 17 percent for yearly members but Mm -hmm. if you're like me you're part of the 50 percent of amazon prime users who pay monthly and that membership is going to go up from 12.99 to Mm 14.99 which means it's going to be almost 180 dollars a year this is the first increase for prime members since 2018 though are you an Amazon Prime member? And if so, will this increase make you want to cancel? Swipe left or swipe right, Cap?
0: My answer is I think I'm an Amazon Prime member. Do you but get I one have... day
3: delivery for free?
0: Yeah, I think so. Then yes, then yeah, then but, but I but I have a question. Um, Dog alert. I, I don't really know. I, I don't know if I pay it monthly or annually. I don't remember. What do I get with Amazon as, Prime? You,
3: you strike me as somebody who doesn't know, like who doesn't necessarily like pay the bills. You're not like, up yeah. logistically, on your subscriptions. Yeah. Right. Like logistically, yeah. somebody else handles all that and you don't know what you pay for.
0: Yeah, because I've Hence, seen the, some the, apps. the Gucci purse. The Gucci purse. Yes. Right. G-O-O-C-H-I. I, I'm <laughs> almost sure that I've seen these apps recently on Instagram that, that show you how to cancel certain uh-huh. subscriptions that uh-huh. keep on rolling that you can't get out of for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have Amazon Prime annually or you probably do. Well, all I can tell you is this: I'm all for it. Amazon stock price. Do You guys know this? You know, as as Facebook has crashed hard, Amazon beat earnings and was up three hundred and seventy five dollars today. Okay, so a lot
3: of it is because of the increase too.
0: Well, they they uh, but they also crushed their right. earnings. Not that right. I'm like sitting here to play Jim no, no, Cramer no. on CNBC. I got you. All but I'm saying earnings, is
3: they announced it because they're like, hey, we had a great earnings report. Our stock's going to go up. Let's increase the prices now.
0: Yeah. $375 in one day. I mean, it's a $3,100 stock, but it was down at like 2700 bucks. Went up almost $400 in one day. So for me, as someone who owns a little teeny tiny bit of Amazon, I'm all for it.
2: I Pardon? do not. I think I have Amazon Prime. I'm, I'm with Scott. I'm, I'm just aloof enough to like kind of not know. And they're like, oh, you want next day delivery? I'm like, sure. So I guess I have Prime. I don't know that I would have noticed this if you had told me, though, because I don't pay monthly. I pay yearly. So this is not something that would have been on my radar unless you had brought it up, Lindsay. So I, well, I appreciate
3: Well, I, I feel like you would notice it more if you were a yearly person, because to me, like just thinking about like the big one lump sum or whatever seems like a lot more money than a $2 a month increase. Because even though in the end, like I said, you're going to end up paying... $180 and stuff, you know, it's going up way more to me. I feel like, Oh, well I, that's more doable, you know, just going up $2 every month. So that's how they I get prob- you though. Right. That's what I was gonna say. I wouldn't have noticed had I not seen this article right. and I would have kept paying it because I need Amazon prime in my life. Fun
2: fact. I, I, I love the fact that radio Tinder is basically just sort of an outlet for Lindsay's, you know, sort of personal issues. This is, yeah, that's right. I understand that. But what I'm saying is that like, maybe the one lump sum is worth it. You know, just maybe.
0: I had to order something from Amazon yesterday and, it's, I've been sitting here racking my brain. What did I order? I ordered vacuum bags. And um, they told me they were coming today. And I see there's a bunch of stuff that came. I just don't know what's what. So
2: Hold on. We need to break this down. Why are you ordering vacuum bags for your house? If Lindsay's <laughs> assertion is correct, that you're kind of not really on top of things, how do vacuum bags get to you in your household? What's that about? You know, we don't like to do that. We have responsibilities here oh that we parse out. Stop. You know, our coaches are really well-prepared. No, I'm joking. But like what vacuum bags? Why are you ordering Yeah,
0: I don't I don't know either, but um, this is going to sound really 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 bougie, so just be prepared, Laura. Okay. Uh cuz my housekeeper told me I needed them.
1: Uh okay. That's, that's not bougie. That's fair. Oh, okay.
0: That's right. fair. That's not just want to make sure. That's yeah, fair. Yeah. That's
2: called stimulating the economy.
0: Yes. Yes it Hold is on. indeed. All right, what Hold else, Lens?
1: Oh, that is all for Radio Tinder it. That's it. Today. That's it. Mm-hmm.
0: That's th- We're done with Radio Tinder. I like Radio so, Tinder.
1: wait. I just got to say something about the Amazon thing. Mm. Cap, you have students. You can pay a student rate. So, look into that. It's like mm. 50%. Hit the ding. Really? Okay. Yes, because I do. Hello. And uh, if you have access to a student email still, you can cut that portion in half. I mean, that's just, a
2: cat move right there.
1: You know, just uh, that's register a nice it move. with yeah. your... Uh, college email or whatever but you, school email. But
0: you know, you talk about being aloof. I mean, here, here it is, Clinton. You ready? Mm-hmm. I got two kids in college, and I should be calling my auto insurance and saying, hey, I'd like to get student discount. Or, hey, my kid is now in Idaho at Boise State, not in California. Shouldn't her insurance be less up there than it is down here? And there's probably a break somewhere. And I just, I'm like one of those people who always says this, I don't have the time to do that. And what I should you make the do time, the actual
2: that. time. Yeah. What, I mean, like what why you don't have time to help your kids save money? What are for you doing? No, really? not them. Well,
1: because oh, he pays for it. That's yeah. different. It's the same Oh, yeah. uh,
2: I see what you're saying. You Kev, know I'm, I'm kind of the same
1: way. I let things fall through the cracks a lot. Oh I don't like know.
2: This could now be when it comes to money. You could teach your children yeah. to handle this themselves. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Not yeah. when it comes to money. From from the woman who spends a thousand dollars a month at Starbucks. First
1: of all, I do not spend a thousand dollars at
0: Starbucks. Do you spend a thousand dollars a month at
2: Starbucks?
1: No, it's a joke.
0: She has a habit. That's a lot.
2: I have. I habit.
1: deleted the app. I really did delete the app. Oh good oh, so I'm way got got go. so excited. Yeah. All right. You Old guy problem. advice worked. Yeah, Um, I did. It actually did. I told my mom, I'm like, you know how much I spent. She's like, there is a freaking coffee machine in the house. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. We
0: got
2: food at the crib. Yeah, that's that's, you know, I
1: comida in la casa. You know what's up? You know what that means? You know, (laughs) I comida in la casa. Comida in la casa.
2: We got food in the house. Yeah, I get around. Yeah. Uh. What, what, okay, hold on. We have yeah. to we have to investigate this. Every yeah. single time a song comes <laughs> yeah. on, you, you you there's like a tick where you uh yeah. yeah. Like yeah. What, what what are you doing with your body when that happens? Like is this oh, a I'm move
0: of yours? Totally gyrating. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
3: Gyrating. TMI. Yeah.
0: Why, really? Is is a gyration? Not TMI.
2: I asked him the question. Gyrating Gyrating. is a hilarious verb. Oh, so what do you do? Do you do do like the overbite deal? Is that what you do? Do you touch the hair? Do you do all of the things? (laughs) He
3: overbites. You
2: do all of that. (laughs) He totally does. He totally does. Yeah.
0: Is the overbite is two part move?
2: I'm just asking. Is is when you you say the overbite segments uh, in a row.
0: Just just give me give me what the overbite move means. I'm not exactly 100 positive, positive, and then I'll be able to tell you if I do it or not.
2: You know, one of things we like to do is when we break down film, we talk about how guys, no, but overbite is, think about your top, uh, how do I say this, the top part of your mouth if yeah. you bite the bottom of your lip because you think you're doing something
0: cool. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, I, mean, yeah, sometime, yeah, I so do, that, do that, actually. You do that, you do that. I just didn't know that was what it was called. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do that. Nailed it. I do do that, as a matter of fact. <laughs> When I gyrate, known, I overbite I mean, in, at the in, same in, time. In
2: my household, it's known as, well, in many households, it's known as the white man's overbite. But well, I sort of left that part out. That right, I
0: mean, look who given. you're talking to here. White you're talking to the whitest is, guy going. That was a given, yeah. You know? Okay, that's cool. So, so Clinton, we've been yes. talking Lakers today and their loss last night to the Clippers. We were talking a bunch of Rams earlier today. I'm just going to call a timeout for a second and tell you this. On my televisions in my home studio, I'm, I'm just kind of reorganizing everything, and I got one TV on the Pro Bowl festivities in las vegas okay okay and then on my other tv here i've got on the nhl all-star festivities also in vegas and the only reason i have the all-star festivities on the hockey festivities because i didn't even know it was the nhl all-star game um is because it's on espn so i just i now that i feel really cool clinton i've got this remote control where i push the microphone and i say ESPN and it goes right there and I know I'm late to the party on this but I think no, that, it's really cool that is a dope feature that is one of the better things that has come out of like television
2: cable production in the last five years yeah. you can just talk to your remote
0: right I love it. so I got the Pro Bowl on right now which is you know from Vegas you know all these NFL stars playing dodgeball I'm completely uninterested and unentertained it does nothing for me and then on the other TV I got the all-star game the NHL all-star festivities like I said I didn't even know it was happening but It occurs to me both of these things are happening in the same place. The Pro Bowl this weekend is in Vegas, not that I think anybody's watching it because everybody's just Super Bowl obsessed. And the NHL All-Star Game is also happening in Vegas. So two things that are both on my TV at the exact same time, which neither do I have very much interest, but that's what's going on, and they're both in Vegas at the same time. You watching any of this? Oh, yeah. I got this on right now. I'm watching the
2: hardest Shot competition, and I wish – I was in Vegas because everybody I know who works at this network is in Vegas right now. And between the Pro Bowl, the skills competition, which is what is actually happening tonight, Scott, in the NHL. Like, this looks cool. I've actually been to a couple skates in Vegas. I was there when the um, Caps played in the Stanley Cup final against the Golden Knights. I've been to that arena. Um, Bro, Vegas is having a great time this weekend. You got a double dip on a Friday, people hitting pucks into the Bellagio Lake or whatever. doesn't get much better than that, man. I'm, I'm loving every bit of this right now.
0: So it got me thinking. Um, I also earlier today had on the Winter Olympics, which hmm. are underway in Beijing. Now, are you into or watching or will you watch any of the Winter Games, and for those of you that had no idea that the Winter Olympics were underway, you're welcome. I didn't know either. It just so happens to pop up on my TV. Um, I don't want to
2: get too deep on this, Scott, but the truth of the matter and the reason why I'm willing to discuss it now in this regard is because we actually talked about it on Around the Horn today, which is that, like, I, I'm not going to lie, man, I, I, I don't feel great about watching the Olympics these days because of where they are, how they happen, and what goes down. I understand that there's a separation between the athletes that are competing in terms of what they've done and the location that all things happen. But I think that what you just said, oh, by the way, the winter Olympics are happening. I think that has a large part to do with the overall sort of appeal of this type of just athletic event has gone down in the last 10 years, man. You know what I mean? Like I'm a winter Olympics person. I like it. The NHL is not playing in it, obviously because they're on the ice in Vegas as we just mentioned, but like, I used to enjoy the Olympics with a different level of interest than I do now. And I don't think it's just age for me. It's just that I know how they go down. And I'm like, oh, this is hard to watch, man. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to think about all this other stuff going on in terms of how these even, you know, got put together. But I, I watched a little, Um, what did I watch last night? I watched a little curling. Watched. A little oh, little really? I watched a little ice dancing. I watched the U.S. women on skates beat the Finns. They won like 5-1. They're a pretty good team. So, like, I'll tune in, but I'm not going to lie. I don't love it, and I don't like tweeting about it either because I feel like I'm giving props to something that uh, kind of probably shouldn't be happening the way that it is, you know? That's kind of where pl- I am, if, not to get too far into it.
0: If you could participate as an athlete in one Winter Olympic sport, which one do you like the most?
2: Wow, this is a non-question, bro. It would be snowcross, man. Are you kidding me? People racing down a mountain on snowboards and they get to knock each other over on the way down the hill. That's my kind of competition. That might not be in the Winter Olympics, but it's in the X Games or whatever. (laughs) cross is like my type of competition. Like, here's you. Here's you. The last person to make it down wins. That's what I'm about. That's what I would do. Snowboard cross. I
0: think I like, um, is it called skeleton? Is that the one where you're on a sled and your feet are like kind of bowed in and you're just holding on for dear life?
2: Skeleton is where you go face first. Lose is where you go feet first. Oh, luge? Luge is feet first. Skeleton is face first.
0: Yeah. Okay. I would like to do the luge, I don't please. oh, face first skeleton. is scary. Yeah. Skeleton is terrifying. Dude, I don't want yeah, to do the legal. face first. Yeah. Feet first, I'm in. Face first, I'm out.
2: Okay. I, I could deal with that, but that's also like, I feel like that's something that I would not want to compete in. I would just want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. mind doing it. I wouldn't win anything. But, like, I know that I could beat somebody down a mountain on a snowboard. If, especially if I got to, like, punch them or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you know, or, or physically get involved. You know, that that would be fun. But, like, bro, I'm not trying to go flying off of a loose track, you know, and lose a limb. That's, no thank you. That's terrifying. But, I hear yeah, you. Man. I'm watching a little. My point is, is that I got a toe dipped in it is about as much as I got on that Scott.
0: All right. Well, hey, look, uh, Pro Bowl festivities in Vegas, NHL All-Star festivities in Vegas, and the Winter Games underway, and so there you go. You know what's going on on television, at least right now while you're listening to the radio. Stick around, everybody, because coming up, LeBron James is getting some heat for a tweet after last night's Lakers-Clippers game. We're going to get to that, and maybe the most annoying thing that another person can do while next to you We'll get to those stories coming up. This is Sedano and Cap. Clinton Yates is in for Sedano. This is 710 ESPN.